Hello, and welcome to another hilarious episode of Comedy Soundwave. Uh, I'm Derek Magnuson, and here's my co-host, Will McGuire. Hi, Derek. Hey, Will. How's it going? Good, man. Good to be back. Cool. In the old co-hosting seat. Oh, yes. I just have to say, Derek, I like how you always start off the show with a very optimistic hope for the show that it will be hilarious. You always declare it as such, and usually it is. That's how it usually turns out. Usually, yes. For the most part, which for uh, nine for nine. Is that right? Yes. Is that our total? That's a pretty good batting average. Yes. You know what? What? There's some um, always an, like, other exciting live shows to see in San Francisco. Always. Such as Kaiser Spartacus. Oh, heck yeah. They're performing at the 9th Street Independent Film Center yeah, they on are. March 21st at 8 p.m. Sweet. I mean, I found out about it by looking up at their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Kaiser Spartacus. Yeah, go check it out. That's part of uh, Leela's performance improv ensembles. That are There's going to be two other groups playing that night. Come check us out with Kaiser Spartacus and oh, other amazing, of course. Uh, amazing improvisers that you need to see. Well, fantastic. Well, with that all said, let's start the theme song. Comedy Soundwave. 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 Whoa. We're, Will, we're in the Comedy Soundwave. Awesome. We're and who do we have today? We've got Liz. Oh, hey. Baker. How are you guys? Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Yeah, you seem, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. No problem. Welcome. Thank you. To the Comedy Soundwave. So happy to have you here today. I'm happy to be here today. Fantastic. Yeah. So you, uh, you've done some improv in San Francisco, I'm I've assuming? done some improv in San Francisco, yeah. Um, I actually... I did Narcissus Anonymous way long, long ago, oh, yeah. and then I also did a bit of things with Endgames, um, I've done Claire classes too, um, I kind of pop around and do a lot of different things. Oh, really cool. get around the old improv scene, is I that do. it? I do, I do do show get your, around. Show, <laughs> show your face in different places, no one quite knows when you'll turn up. I like to wear different faces that sometimes people can't tell. Mm. Mm. Master of disguise. Yes, it? you might say. You have a career in uh, espionage, maybe, in your future? Well, if I did, you wouldn't be the first to know about it. I would not be the first no. to know. This is not a Comedy Soundwave exclusive, no. folks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lack of uh, exclusive exclusivity. So, but would we be amongst the first to know? I mean, maybe like in the top four or five? I, I give you the first, like, maybe four or five. Mm. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Because if I tell you, it's not espionage anymore, so. Oh, that's well, not bad. Do you? Yeah. The skills of improv would help with espionage. It's true. I think they would. I think and, they would. Uh, well, I think I've heard you've been involved in some other stuff that involves improv. Sketches? Sketches? I, mm -hmm. I do, do some sketches. sketches. Do some I do. I do do sketches. What's up with that? Um, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I believe that's already a sketch. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I write sketches. Um, I've put on a couple shows of my own uh, under the name Walnut Productions. Walnut Productions? Mm -hmm. um, my, my buddy Rob and I have put together a, a small company to do that, and that was really fun. We did one in December. Ooh, um, company man. Mm-hmm. You know, woman. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> working my way up. Very nice. But yeah, so that's my, my jam. Sounds very official. I, mean, I don't know if Comedy Soundwave is technically a company. Is that the, is that the case, Derek? I don't well, know how, where we stand legally in the, at the moment. Who's to say when a company begins and ends? Fair right. In Comedy Soundwave's instance, yes. we began back in July, I think, last year. Sounds about right. So, but from a legal perspective... From a legal perspective, we're a company. Is that right? Yes. Have you incorporated this company? Yes. All right. I, Just so I know. <laughs> well, now I know... Is there anyone to... Charge me a lawsuit on that. Well, I, when I sue you that's for awfully pricey to racial discrimination, Derek, yes. I'll be sure to name you and, and also the company as co-defendants. All right. But you can write off all your materials on your taxes. Hey, that's that's a good tip. All the yeah. uh, <laughs> all the materials of this. Uh, yeah, this it's high a high-tech production. High-tech production, yes. We're uh, we're basically shouting into soup cans here, <laughs> like <those laughs> Progresso commercials. If you've seen soup them. cans connected to the internet. Yeah. What a world we live in. It's a fantastic world where you can start your own show if you want. Liz, let me ask you an important question we ask a lot of our Comedy Soundwave guests. Did you ever have any pets? 
I have had pets, yes. Mm, yeah, um, fascinating. Yeah. I, uh, Tell us about them. In I, detail, please. In detail. Okay, let's see. My first pet was a black cat named Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that cat. He was great. Um, my favorite thing about this cat, though, was that he he was all black, and so I felt like he should be wearing a tuxedo all the time. <laughs> sure. um, so I made him like a little like tuxedo bib mm. that I got to tie around him that he wore when I was a little kid. Very um, sharp. Do you ever have yeah. to clean like mouse guts off of it or anything? No, <laughs> he was a very clean cat. Uh, he was classy. So why wore a tuxedo? Wow. Um, Stepping out on the town, Thomas, all tucked. Tucks and tails and See? stepping out. I picture, sure. I picture a top hat, maybe a cane. Mm-hmm. And oh. then Thomas was. Thomas was my very first cat. And then, and then I had I had a bird. Oh my. I had a bird named and, Rosie. And then Thomas Rosie the bird. bird. <laughs> well, he was pretty good actually. He left oh. her alone. Oh, they did coexist. They though. did coexist oh, though at the same see. time. I and uh, yeah, I hung him up like there was a little cage, and we would hang, hang the cage on like in the kitchen, mm. so that the cat could go underneath it, but couldn't do anything about it. So we kept her. We kept her pretty safe. Just, just teasing. Yeah. Poor cat. Well, you know, <laughs> he probably he probably thought it was pretty fun. What kind of bird is this? It's a parakeet. Very ah, s- parakeet. Very small. Mm-hmm. Very popular bird. Very popular mm-hmm. bird. Yes. They're very sweet. They're very sweet animals. Are they? Yeah. Birds like have personalities. Yeah, of course they do. Really? Yeah, really. What, what was? <laughs> wait, what was the name of this bird? I didn't. Rosie. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I pay attention to things. Jeez, I can, uh, I can tell. I, pay I can a lot tell. Of <laughs> what was Rosie's personality? Was it? To her namesake, was she a very rosy personality? Would you say? Uh, yeah, I guess I'd say that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, well, I, I don't mean to that. put words in your mouth, Liz. I mean, hey, I, she was she was a sweet bird. She never did anything hurt me. I would say she was a rosy little one. Some birds, perhaps though, might have done something to hurt you. Or I mean, you're, this is possible. It is possible. Okay. Not birds that I've had as pets, mm. um, mind you. I've I've had weird incidents with blackbirds though. Please Uh-oh. describe them in detail. <laughs> I can tell you about the blackbird incidents I've had. That's, that's what the people are tuning in to this podcast to hear about our listeners. Hear about our... Are an interesting bunch. Hear about our pets. There you go. Well, I mean, black, I don't know if you'd ever want to have a blackbird as a pet. Because they're kind of mean. I know I wouldn't. You definitely don't want to bake them into a pie. No. They wouldn't <laughs> like you any more than they would normally. So, you, Liz, you were attacked then by a... Yes, a, I was actually attacked by a... of blackbirds? <laughs> I actually was attacked by a blackbird. Just the one, then. Not just, a whole murder. Not a whole murder. It <laughs> wasn't a pack of crows. I, don't I was going to say, is that just crows? <laughs> well, I assume any blackbird has a horrible name like murder. I know that ravens, a group of ravens, is an unkindness. Is it an unkindness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I assume blackbirds Learn, are also gang or something. Wow. Yes. That's some, that's some prejudice right there. All black birds being all mean and everything. Mm, yes. I don't like that. But yeah, I wouldn't advise walking by, uh, walking by a murder, I guess, of black birds at any given point, especially in springtime, because they tend to dive bomb people who walk by them, oh and they'll just, they'll just run right into you. It's pretty scary. Oh, they like to screech at you. And like, yeah. Yeah. Mother Nature can be vicious sometimes. It's true. Like that. Say that again. Blackbirds bomb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're not the meanest of wild birds, but they're they're pretty mean as far as like a tiny bird is concerned. What are the meanest wild birds in your opinion? Turkeys mm. or geese. Oh. Geese are terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another traumatic experience you'd care to get off your chest? With geese? I think everyone has a traumatic experience with a goose. Not me. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you're not repressing it? A pelican once took a swipe at me at the zoo one time. <laughs> he like, what? Yeah, a pelican tried to tried to bite me at the zoo one time. Were you were you like I was saying were you an adult person or no, like I was a kid? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Same size as this pelican, pretty much. He was like it was like out and about in the zoo. So wait, was the pelican part of the zoo or did it just yeah, like it was, fly in? And it was, it was part out. of the zoo. We were in like the atrium area of the zoo or the aviary, whatever. You want to be. Aviary, yeah, not an atrium. Aviary, like bird place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Bird place, yes. Yeah. Got it. Sure. You know, speaking of birds. We have been doing almost that exclusively since <laughs> almost five minutes about birds. But who's counting? Um, Besides there birds. was just a, a movie called Birdman that won the Academy Award for Best oh, Picture. I haven't seen that. Have you seen that one, Liz? I have seen that one, actually. Um, did it bring back some traumatic memories? No. Okay. I haven't seen the film. I only can Well, the movie is about uh, this Broadway production in New York, and it's being produced by a man who used to, well, it's by Michael, it's Michael Keaton. He's essentially like playing a parody of himself. That's what I assumed, but it has, the movie's a lot about like theater and the goings on of it. 
It's it's really interesting. I think it it got so much attention because the way it was shot. Um, it's shot like one continuous long shot, mm-hmm. um, and it's it is really interesting. It's a really interesting take on theater and actors and that kind of that kind of thing. What is this? Why is it called Birdman? Is that a secret? Is that a spoiler? Do I want to know? Oh, because Michael the Keaton's character used to play a superhero called Birdman. Thanks for just... spoiling the movie, Derek. It's the <laughs> name of the title. <laughs> oh, I mean, you want to see I... Beetlejuice and go, "Who's Beetlejuice?" The title I, character. Who's also went, Michael Keaton? When you I, can't say that again, by the way. You said twice. Oh, yeah, when right. I went to see Batman, I did not have any idea what this film was going to be about. Really? Yeah, I had no clue. Never heard of Batman before. Batman. Okay. I assumed it was about. A bat attack. Did you know? Yeah, I mean, I assume all Michael Keaton movies are about being dive-bombed by flying creatures. And it's not far off, really. No, mm. no, not at all. It's true. That's pretty much right. Well, I mean, this seems like as good a time as any to uh, hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, definitely. Uh, coming back after the break, we'll have more with Liz Baker, more Comedy Soundwave right after this. All right. Comedy Hey, this is Craig Gaspian from the Backseat Jam at Piano Fight, and you're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Uh, if only I had something to write down this amazing battle record of. I know, I know, but I've got nothing to write Commander Larry! The computers are broken. Shit. My space. Has this happened to you? Well, they can be remedied by using Larry's space pens. Hey, you, Captain. Here's a pen for you. Oh, my God. It's as light as a feather and twice as durable. Wow, that'll write on anything. You're right. It writes upside down. Larry's space pen uses permanent ink and zero-g gravity-defying ink-dispensing ink power. Please do not adjust Larry's space pens. Oh, good thing you got that written down, Captain! Now we've got this historic event documented. Larry's space pen. Larry's space pen. Larry's space pen. Larry's space pens. And we're back. And that was a riveting... Advertisement. <laughs> yes, I'm really glad that we get the sponsors that we do. Yeah, they're great. Um, Liz, I don't ever listen to the packages they sent us, but uh, I'm maybe. sure it was good. Yeah, I don't listen. I don't have time. I'm busy. Liz, uh, let me ask you about your radio uh, endeavors, sure. if I may. You you may. The people I tell you about them. The listeners would like to know where sure. they can listen to you more. Sure, definitely. Um, I I know I have this lovely radio voice. So oh, absolutely. Listening to this more would be great for anyone. Of course. Um, yeah, I do do a radio show. Um, it's called Channel 45 Radio Theater. Um, cool. And it is on SoundCloud if you guys want to look for it there. Channel 45, Channel 45 Radio, radio Theater. theater. You mm-hmm. type that in to the Google. You and should be SoundCloud able to find it. it oh, cool. Or SoundCloud Buddies. That's how yeah. we get found somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's pretty cool. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a radio theater program. So um, I went through and found a bunch of public domain scripts, um, casted them every week, mm-hmm. found oh, wow. some found sound, effect, sound effects and things, um, and put together a show. It's really like old-timey radio yeah, theater. Oh, it that's is. super cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Do you have out. any like 1920s announcers going, here's on the show, starting here now. Yeah, I mean, we had I had to cast everything, including narrators too, so wow. everybody had a really good time. I used a bunch of actors for them, so they were already pretty exuberant as far as, as the show was concerned. Oh, wow. Wait, huh? Oh, hey. Uh, uh, hello? Hi. Liz, as you know, uh, here, at, here at Comedy Soundwave, we have an open door policy. Sometimes uh, folks do like to drop in and, and check out the podcast. So uh, welcome, sir. We're happy to have you. Uh, yeah. I'm Will. Sure. Derek. Hi, I'm Derek. Hi, hey. Will. Hi, Derek. I'm Liz. Hey, Liz. Hello. I'm Peter. Oh, Peter. 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 Very nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks, for, thanks for dropping by, you know, anytime. Mikasa, Sukasa. Oh, yeah. Well, what, can we do? what brings you here today, Pete? Uh, I'm looking for a venue for my wedding. Really? Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. How uh, long has so, it been? Uh, we've been together for three months. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, moving fast. That's pretty, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, she must be a special gal. Oh, she's oh, so yeah. special. Uh, she's so special. Where, where'd you meet her? Um, we met online. Mm. Okay, okay. A lot okay. of people are doing that. Very popular. Days, it's true. Trend these days. We're both uh, huge fans of garbage. The band Garbage. Oh, good. Oh, the band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. 
I don't throw anything away. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Okay. That's uh, very crunchy of you, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I've been planning this wedding for a long time. Oh, really? How long have you been planning it? I think it's every young boy's dream. Um, a lot of boys grow up dreaming about the perfect wedding. Mm-hmm. Maybe age six. That's a quite a while. That's quite a while. Yeah. yeah Peter. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's, yeah, I mean, a lot of, you hear about girls sometimes, often, uh, dreaming of the perfect we do. wedding. Is we, that a thing, Liz? It is, it is a thing. We think about it a little mm. bit. Not nearly as often, I think, anymore, though. Um, uh, just because we have, we have stuff to do. Yeah, I think that's a little stereotypical, Will. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, 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 a, I'm a bigot, noted bigot, so that's, that's all right. That's, that's why I like to talk to you, get mm. the inside look. So, Peter, uh, you're really a sign of the times they are a-changing, it seems. You know, you're taking this uh, traditionally female endeavor and kind of making it your own. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Shirley. Oh, uh, Shirley. Lovely name. It's a nice name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you make airplane jokes at her a lot? Like the movie Airplane? I'm not familiar. Okay. But <laughs> Shirley, you must be kidding. Shirley, you can't be serious. Oh, I get it. I get jokes. Well, th- these are good ones, and uh, there's more to come here on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. We're recreating classic jokes from your beloved films. Yes, indeed. Days of old. Well, Peter, we're, we're happy you were able to, to come by and share your thoughts on your wedding. I mean, I mean, give us the... You say you're looking for a venue. I mean, I don't know if this venue would really mean, suit your needs. wanted to have our Comedy Soundwave studio? It's, your, it's very spacious. It is. I am looking for a spacious place. You know, I... Wanted at first to, I had always pictured a church, mm-hmm. classic, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the way things are trending, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people are moving out of churches. Mm-hmm. So I decided, you know, maybe a studio. Yeah. I do want to like record everything. And I think people usually get the video, mm-hmm. but they don't take into account the recording. Mm. Oh, you have an audio true. recording. Yeah. Well, I think That's, Liz could possibly help I can help you out with that. I've got the tools of the trade for oh, yeah? recording. Oh. Sure, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, what? how many people are you thinking about having? Um, 3,200? <laughs> 3,200? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Big boy. wedding. That's, that's a lot of lavaliers. I've right met there, a lot of people. That's a lot of lavaliers. Lot of lot of I'm sure you can fit them all into the studio here if they were all lying on top of each other. <laughs> Packed like sardines without yeah. work. Yeah. It is a little small, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Golden Gate Park is, is nice. Yeah. It's a big, big it's open space. More people are getting married outside now, I hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so are you, are, you, are you and Shirley, are you guys religious at all, or would that not be a problem? Uh, no, we're not religious. Oh, you don't need to get married um, in the church, okay. She's Wiccan. Oh, oh that's kind of neat. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, like, so, practicing, or just... Yeah, she practices. <laughs> uh, she practices a lot. Is she um, any good? Uh, I think so. All that practice. She cast the love spell that caused us to fall in love. Wait, what? Wait, so you're wow. aware? You're aware of the fact that she seduced you with magical powers? <laughs> well, I just wanted to get married so so badly I would have, you know. So I'm willing to participate in any love spell. So how how soon after you started dating this woman did you decide to go out to marry her? Was it less than three months? Less, I'll tell you less that. than three months? Uh, Thirty days ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So two months in. She casts her love spell. Right, right. How, how did how did you know she had cast this love spell on you, though? Oh, she told me. Mm. She was like, hey, I want to perform this spell so we'll fall in love faster. Is that why you're missing a, a pound of flesh off of your abdomen? Yeah, I, that was a key ingredient. Okay. I see. So you needed a piece of you in order to make you fall in love with her. Did she uh, dismember any part of her body in the spell? I, she's not here. So uh, there was a lock of her hair. Oh, okay. That's, that's, so, seems a little, little one-sided there. Yeah, well, I had been collecting it already, so, like, when she stayed over, just, you know, I need inspiration for wedding ideas. Peter, so, you're very enthusiastic about this whole wedding thing. I mean, it's almost like you're, you're a bit of a, dare I say it, a groomzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean... Derek, I was thinking about, I was thinking about Dilbert today. I'm sorry. Dilbert is very funny, Derek. I'd like I was to looking through old newspapers. I was looking through old newspapers. Derek, if I could ask you to please focus your attention on yes, our Peter. guests invited and otherwise. He's getting married. Peter, I'm, it's it's fantastic. You're getting married. Um, have you any plans about how you'd like the ceremony to go? Yeah, I'm envisioning a five-step process. Okay. Mm. A lot of steps. Yeah. Right. That, that's 
as like from the day you plan the wedding to the day the wedding goes up, right? Is that what you're talking about? No, that's like the day of the wedding. Let's count them down. All right. Step one. Okay. Step one, okay. Step one is the entrances. Sure. Entrances. I think entrances wow. are key. Sure. Uh, you know, Please a go lot on of in detail. A lot of people are dancing. You know, dancing down the aisle. Uh, that's lame. Yes, I agree. That's oh, lame. Gotcha. Okay. And I think one of the most important things about the entrances is the costumes. Mm. So. Wait, so that's still part of step one. Got it. Right. <laughs> still, we're on, we're on step one. So far, the entrance. Component. No dancing. No costumes. dancing. <laughs> what, what kind of costumes? What kind of costumes? Yeah. Come on. Any Some people of, would say typical tuxedo, tux and tail. I wouldn't call those costumes. <laughs> well, I would call that typical wedding attire. Well, maybe that's oh, not yes. what he has in mind. Maybe something more of a, a Batman suit. Yeah. You know, that would be any, any cosplay at your wedding? Or? Yeah. Well, Shirley wants us, you know, everything to be really green. Surely uh, she and wants earth based. It. Surely she wants a normal wedding. Just yeah. Normal um, wedding. I've always been a huge fan of the 1920s. I like the 1920s. It's yeah. a great a great time period, minus you know the whole yeah. the whole no booze thing. It's a little depressing. A yeah. little bit. Well, I think yeah, booze yeah, is got a key ingredient. <laughs> got depressing. I'd say it was end. the greatest of depressing times. I, I wouldn't, but that's just me. <laughs> so yeah. we're step one involved. It's still on step one. So your entrance. Derek is well, taking your copious en- notes. How would your en- <laughs> would your entrance be all decked out in in traditional not traditional wedding? What would Shirley want the entrance to be dressed as? Well, uh, she wants it to be uh, inspired by trees. Mm. Okay. She has a Wiccan. Yeah, nat- natural right. natural Sounds. habitat. Uh, her favorite tree is an oak tree, but. Mm. I'm not gonna. I'm not putting up with that. It's 1920s. That's, that's all. There's great. There's great costumes that come out of that era too. You get really classy dresses, very classy hats, feeling men and women sure. both. Great, great time. Sure. Uh, well, what about step two? <laughs> we've got the entrance. We've got the costumes. We've got the, the setting of trees. Well, step two is the vows. Oh, sure, of course. That's the whole point. It's very important. What? Are will you be writing your own vows? I won't be writing my vows. I see. Um, Again, we'll be, and I, I hate giving in on these things, but we're going to perform another spell on each other. Mm. In front of everyone? In, fr- in front of everyone. My goodness. We want, that's why we need 3,200 people mm. uh, okay. uh, at the wedding. A lot of witnesses. In there. Yeah. That's true. Is that um, a specific number, or you just need a lot of people? No, 3,200, exactly. Okay. These, we need them. like 1,600 from your family and 1,600 from hers? Um, well, uh, she doesn't have that. Many, she doesn't have that many people. So in mostly family. they're gonna be all your friends, Peter. Uh, you have sixteen hundred people in your family. Uh, I don't usually talk about this, mm, but okay. Well, uh, we don't have to dive into comedy, comedy sound wave exclusive possibilities. But no spoilers. I am an orphan, so oh. I feel like um, oh, sorry. Yeah. All of the other people who came through the boarding house I grew up in. They're all kind of my family. Oh, wow. There was 1,600 of them. That's really sweet, Peter. Uh, well, so step two. <laughs> two steps. Vows. Vows. Okay. Step two, vows. The spell. Okay. The spell, and this is a spell to make you be in love forever and have a happy life, I'm sure. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So what's step three? Step three. Step three. Now, step three is where it gets really important. Those other two were mildly important. Yeah, <laughs> Those were good. also important. Oh, okay. But this is where... Sorry, Peter, I don't mean to downplay the other previous steps. This is where the music comes in. <gasps> music! That is a very oh, important right. step. Yeah, yeah music, parts. I do think, is important. Me too. So it would be in any kind of traditional Wiccan songs playing? Uh, we're going to have a symphony orchestra. Symphony oh, sure. orchestra. Ooh, sure. That's a good move. Have you, have you booked that already, or is that still in the works? Uh, that's in the works. Mm. I've been sending, writing a lot of letters oh, to different orchestras. Any, any, any interest? Mm. Not, ri- not a lot of people uh, have gotten you, back to me. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say they haven't written Bach to you? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I'm just asking. Uh, Liz no. was seriously asking that question. <laughs> Was, no one has gotten back to me yet. No pun intended. Uh, is that it, Liz? No. Okay, good. Surely someone must have gotten back to you. Well, I cut. <laughs> Not yet? Okay. Not yet. Yeah, well. Uh, right, so well. I've also been, I've been writing letters. Uh, I've been calling. Um, 
Who do you call there? Uh, usually I call the box office. Mm, the box office isn't. <laughs> they don't call you Bach, huh? That is a shame. No, I always I asked to speak to the conductor. Oh, but <laughs> how'd that go? They won't put me on. <laughs> what? That's outrageous. Did you ask to speak to the operator? Maybe the operator could connect you. Sounds like they were conducting for a business. Yeah, I I make a complaint with each and every one of the public relations offices of each and every of those. That's a really good idea. That you got. Raise hell, raise hell. Just Do you have like um, a backup plan in case you can't get a hold of an orchestra? Fair question, Liz. Mm. Uh, well, as I said, we're a huge uh, fan of the band Garbage, mm. so we're hoping that... And the um, substance. And the substance, Garbage. garbage. <laughs> Good. So we're hoping that, we're hoping that uh, if none of these orchestras pull through, uh, that we can get the band Garbage. Oh yeah, they're not doing much. I'm not busy. I'm sure they'll be available. So give Shirley Manson a call, let her know you're putting on a... Wiccan-inspired wedding with 3,200 guests, 1,600 of which will be of your immediate family who are not related to you. Yeah, I just, I just can't find the number for her box office. I'm just recapping So I don't know who to call. <laughs> well, that's, that's... That's three of the five we have that, now. Yeah, I'm recapping the steps so far. We've got uh, two exciting steps to go. We've got... Shirley Manson... Shirley, Shirley Manson will give you and your wife fiance Shirley a call back. Yes. I am I'm sure of it. Um anyway, that's uh anyway. get on to step four. Anyway indeed. So you've so got the symphony orchestra or the band garbage. Mm -hmm. What happens at step four? Uh step four um step four is kind of like a snack break. Sure. Well that, you need to feed your guests that's true. a good idea. Right. So, so the catering then. Yeah. Yeah, catering. Okay. More of a snack break, it sounds like. Maybe orange yeah. slices. And it's like an intermission. Granola bars. Okay, okay. It's like an intermission. Yeah. So how, how long, do you know how long the ceremony is going to be? If you need an intermission, it's usually, like, what, an hour, hour and a half, maybe? For the intermission? No, I mean, like, for the chunk before the intermission, you know. Oh. Um, yeah, probably, probably, like, three hours. Fair enough. Okay, okay. Um, we do want to have a full concert. Uh, sure, of course. You want to have a time for an encore, set breaks. And right, right, exactly. Only happy when it rains, you want to hear that one. Some of the old standards. So, what are you going to feed these people? I mean, there's a lot of people to feed. Mm, that is a lot of people to feed. Um, we're, kind of, we're kind of working that out. Um, Just thinking about it. It'd be something green, I'd imagine. Yeah, Shirley wants to serve salads and... Shirley, you, know, you can't be serious. Salads. Trail mix. No. Yuck. But I just don't think that's appropriate. Sounds really crunchy, yeah. That's I just don't think that's appropriate really wedding outdoor food. Outdoor and woodsy. What, what would you prefer, Peter? Um, uh, I don't know if I should go in. I don't know if I want to give too many spoilers oh, well, for the guests. You, you, po you popped in here. We didn't just grab you off the street uh, and drag you in here, Peter. That's, obviously that's you true. Are too obviously interested in our space here. Yeah. Well, Soundwave Studios. If, I, so if any of our listeners you know, know of... Uh, Venue, a band, a caterer, or we haven't got to the officiant yet, but uh, I was thinking foie gras. Hmm. That could be that could be economical. It's a little. Uh, that might be a problem with that though, right? That just became illegal again. Isn't that hard to get a hold of? It became legal. Or again. legal again. Yeah, pardon me. Yeah. It's legal. It's still problem there. solved. Problem solved. All right. Okay. All right. That's easy enough. Is we get a bunch of foie gras for the snack time. Yeah. Break. Yeah. Me and Shirley have been fighting about this a lot. Mm, so what with her vegetarianism and all. Yeah. Wiccan veganism. It's tough. Yeah. You I'm, know, just, I'm sure you guys will make it, though. You know, I got confidence in you, Peter. We do. You know, we're finding out new things about each other every day. Yeah. And it seems that way. You know, I, I just, I think I really fell for her because she had the same name as Shirley Manson. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all it takes, I guess. And the spell, obviously. Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that had a big yeah. yeah. So we're almost there. We're at the your final, final step. Your final, final step. step. What? Step five. The, the world wants to know. Yeah, step five is the exits. Yes. Ever important. The exits. What goes up must come down. Goes it's down. funny that you say that. Yes. Because we're hoping that we'll be able to fly away. Oh. Well, I assume she... As a broomstick? That's also covered in the spell. Oh, okay. If the spell is successful, oh. then we'll be able to 
fly away. We are, just in case that part of the spell doesn't work, though, we are trying to make al- alternative plans. Like you'll get like a helicopter off ne- nearby? Yeah, maybe like zip lines. Or zip lines. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Do, do all the guests get to use this, this form of uh, egress, or is it just you and your lovely bride-to-be? If the spell works, we'll all start flying. Oh, cool. But if it's the zip lines, then it's just us. Guys, I have to say, I really want to like crash this wedding. It sounds like a really good time. Do you guys think? Yeah, like, we should try and make this happen. Maybe Peter, Peter would like, yeah, we should try to make this happen, and maybe like he'll let us come. He yeah. did say he only needs through 200 people, though, and he already has a guest list. Uh, yeah, so you know what that means. You have to kill three of them. Yes, Van break. Van break. <laughs> Well, well, Peter, uh, Peter, Peter, we're so happy to have you come by the studios and let us know all about uh, your wedding plans. It sounds super exciting and yeah. unique, and surely you and your wife are going to have a wonderful life together and make many beautiful babies. I sure hope so. Gosh, it's not every day you see true love like this as it is. It's, I mean, it isn't really. It's a really beautiful thing. The details of the ceremony are really important. Yeah, you seem very fixated on particulars about this. I've been planning this for a long time. Since you were six. It's a very long time. It, it's almost like you're a bit of a, dare I say it again, a groomzilla. That's, that's kind of insulting. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I mean, no offense to Godzilla. <laughs> I just think this is, I just think that this is going to be a really important day. Maybe the most important day of my life. That's that's totally fair. A lot of people feel that way about getting married. It's yeah. kind of a huge deal. Yeah, but you yeah. Know, Peter here has like had all these steps and these very particular bizarre requests. I mean, this is really taking a, a step too far. I think Peter. Well, personally. are you are you saying well that you wouldn't do something like this for your wedding? I would. We're not. I'm not on trial here. I'm just asking. I think, well, it's a are you married, question. Will? I'm not. Well, before not. we get any further into that, I think it's time for another break here. On comedy Soundwave. Let's do that before the guests both murder me. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Oh. More Comedy Soundwave coming right up. Hey, I'm Rob Reddy of the Born Ready podcast and Piano Fight. And you're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Fucking listen to that shit. Keep listening to it. Don't be dicks. Just keep listening. Hey, have fun, everybody. Good night. Hey, are you tired of those websites like LegalZoom? Well, now we have a new one that will sponsor you whenever you need. It's called IllegalDoom.com. <laughs> Are you just tired of having to sneak behind people's backs to do those illegal things? Well, now you don't have to. With IllegalDoom.com. <laughs> Ever since I started pirating music, Illegal Doom has been my favorite service to use. Illegal Doom. <laughs> Plans are reasonably priced. Sign up for yours today. <laughs> legal Doom does not contain actual lawyers, should not be relied upon for legal advice, and is illegal in most states. You're listening, You're listening to, to Comedy Soundway. Comedy Soundway. Comedy Soundway. And we're back. Welcome back. We are here with our guests. Liz and Peter Groomzilla. Hello? We never got your last name, Peter. I don't know if you just go by Peter or... Oh, it's Franzen. Peter Franzen. Peter Groomzilla Franzen. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We're going to play one of our favorite uh, games on on the podcast here. And of course, that is... Would you you prefer? prefer? Would you prefer? Would Would you you prefer? prefer? Would you you prefer? prefer? This or that? This or that? Would you prefer? Would you prefer? Would you prefer? All right. Thanks, that. Will, for leading that. us into this. I love that. Would you prefer? Gets better every time I hear it. Great song. It's pretty good. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks. Thanks. We wrote it ourselves. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could write songs like that. Yeah. So um, uh, we're going to play uh, Would You Rather, Excuse Me, Would You Prefer, and we all know how this <laughs> is played, and please don't sue us. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to read you a would you pref two would you prefer scenarios, and uh, you guys can think about your answers. But uh, in order to find the correct answer, you need to ask me questions about the scenarios because I have all sorts of information that is not contained within the questions. Uh, and at the end, we will close the floor for questions, and you will vote, and I will assign points as I see fit based on who answered correctly. Um, with so with that in mind, all I'll, right. Uh, here are the two, and Derek is going to play too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm jumping in on this. Cool. So, uh, would you prefer to be trapped in an airplane restroom with a gassy cat, or mm. get explosive diarrhea every time you meet your boss? Mm. Once again, that was trapped in an airplane restroom with a gassy cat, or get explosive diarrhea every time you meet your boss? I think it would have to be the cat. Alright, well, that's a very early vote. Uh, and that's fine. We can put you down for leaning cat, mm -hmm. but uh, please do uh, ask the questions to make sure you have all the information because you might not realize some of the point of the situation. Hmm. What color is the cat? Oh, that's a very relevant question, Peter. Uh, well, he's a calico cat, of course, uh, which means multiple colors, and uh, he's very uh, nauseating to look at. Mm. So he's not a cute cat. Well, no, not particularly. He's mm. kind of got one eye, and he's a, it's a little bit bloodshot, and he's in, you know, you're in an airplane restroom, so you're a little motion sick as it is, mm. and then his gassiness certainly doesn't help matters, and then not to mention the fact that he's hideously ugly. Mm. So with the airplane scenario, sure. do I work for the airline? Oh, yes. Or? You're a flight attendant. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're on the on bathroom duty. You have to stay there the entire flight. All right. Each and every flight. And is the cat my boss? Or is it just funny my you pet? Funny you should ask. Yes, he is your boss. What? Oh, uh, that changes things. He's the CEO, actually, of, of the airline. Of the airlines? Yes, and he oh. rides along on every, on every bathroom flight that you are on to almost like one of those undercover boss situations where mm. he wants to see your reaction. He gauges it and, and determines whether or not you'll be fired or be given a promotion. Mm. So in one, it's like he has diarrhea. Your boss has diarrhea, mm -hmm. and in the other one, you have diarrhea. Well, that's an excellent analogy, Peter. Uh, he is gassy, the cat, that's right, and sometimes that does lead to diarrhea all over the bathroom, the small quarters that you're in. Would I have to clean up anything in the bathroom while I'm there, actually? Well, that's really up to you. I mean, it depends if you want to, you know, this is your home for all eternity, so it depends if you keep a, a tidy home or if you're just more of a laissez-faire uh, type of person. Hmm. A lot of questions about the cat scenario, not a lot about the boss scenario, guys. If you I mean, remember, this is every time you meet your boss, you have explosive diarrhea. This is very important. Guys. Do I like my boss? Do I want to impress him? Oh yes, I mean you're a real or her. You, you, yeah. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, very progressive of you. Times they are a changing with this true. one. So uh, to answer your question, uh, Peter, yes, of course you love your boss. You want to impress him. Him. Your, Peter's, well, no, in this scenario, Peter's boss is a man. It's Richard Branson. It's his boss. Okay. Uh, owner of Virgin Airlines. Mm. And mm. Uh, you want to impress him because you want to get that big promotion that you've been hankering for. And surely would like it too, I'm sure. Surely she would. So that was my other question was, mm. in that scenario, is my boss also a cat? In the boss yeah. scenario? <laughs> is your <laughs> boss a cat? Well, in, in your reality, Liz, yes, of course. It's Garfield. Okay. Garfield is your boss. Oh. And you're a struggling cartoonist, and you're forced to, you know, change his litter box and make him lasagna on a regular basis. It's very confusing. Mm. Yeah. I'm really good at making lasagna. Well, he trains you. He <laughs> whips you into shape, and you become an expert lasagna chef. So well, that's that, a pro. That's something. But every time you do see him, you do uncontrollably shit your pants. That's the downside. That's... that's one of the downsides of that. So they both have pros and cons. Hmm. So that's why we ask the questions. Derek, you I'm just like you're trying to thought. I'm trying to think of the possible pros to whenever I meet my boss, I get explosive diarrhea. Well, uh, I mean, for Liz's example, I mean, of course, it's different in your reality, Derek, but uh, she becomes an expert so, lasagna chef. So what, there's an individual reality for each oh, person? Oh, yes. You each have an individual reality if you, if you do select it because you're your own people. So wait, who's the, my life. boss in the boss scenario and my reality scenario? In the shitting your pants every time you see your boss yeah. scenario? Who's your boss? Who's my boss? Donald Trump. Donald Trump? Yes, you're on The Celebrity Apprentice. Okay. 
Am I wearing it like in a diaper or anything? Are you wearing a diaper or anything? Um, yeah, an adult diaper. Am I like I'll trying to? Am clothes. I trying to sell him like these new line of adult diapers? That's uh, amongst your tasks. Yeah, so, I mean, he's getting on in years, and he he wants to find the best the best uh, depends and similar products. So yeah, he he asks you to come. Demi, he knows you're the guy who shits mm. his pants every time, so he, he's dubbed you the shit guy. Now, how many hours a day do I see him, or is it just whenever I meet him, or...? Well, you... I mean, you'd have to work about 22 hours a day, which is tough. But it only happens when I meet him, right? It's not when you see the whole time, time I'm with him. him. Every so time I see him. He puts in about a 16-hour day. Well, he... Yeah. You see him or meet him or in the same room as him. That's the problem. He, the... You can sense... He can sense... Well, rather, your bowels can sense Trump. Oh, man. Yeah. Can I work... Really? scenario where you work for Richard Branson? Right. Also, I work for Richard Branson. Mm, that's right. Derek works for Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. right. But Liz works for Garfield the Cat. That's right. Great of Garfield. Literally. If you prefer scenarios, I'm sorry if you don't like the answers. There is fact, folks. It's a tough reality. Maybe you want to find... What's my job for Richard Branson? Oh, sure. You're, you're his uh, personal butt wiper. Hmm. That doesn't sound very good to me. Well, it actually has a lot of benefits. Uh, a lot of paid time off, so, which is good. But so wait, so then, is he his professional butt wiper, but then... Are you pants all the time? Excuse me? Is he he's the one putting his pants all the oh, time? Oh, oh, yes. Well, Richard Branson, <laughs> luckily, one, one upside is that Richard Branson has hired you an assistant to wipe your ass every time you shit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I've always wanted him. So assistant. you don't have to clean up your own shit. Only Richard Branson. <laughs> just about normal, like once a day, about. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a lot of time off, as I said. You know, a lot of. Waiting for Branson to come back. It's a state, but you're. But oh, you're, that sounds nice. Yeah. Do I get to decorate, decorate my own room? Absolutely. I have a lot of things, you know, oh, that I've collected over the years. I know. Yeah, you get. Surely you get to keep them. Does Shirley live with us? Shirley. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Uh, so, you know, you all have your own scenarios. We've gotten away from the cat a little bit because everyone was so interested to find out that they had their own realities in the boss scenario. And, uh, but if there are any further questions, I'd be happy to entertain them. But in the cat one, that's my... The cat is my boss. <laughs> Correct. That's right. He's the... Yes, he's the... He's that's the CEO. Yeah, I believe that's and the case. So I believe that is what is was established. Is the cat also our boss as well? Yeah. Yes, the okay. cat is all okay. our bosses. In, in Wait, the, do we all work at the same airline? Are we all trapped in the same airline? In this scenario, you all have the same situation. So it would be all, we all three would be together uh, in well, the same... Or is it like... all select it, that is. Or, or is it you like... You could go in this as a team if you guys want. Or is it like being John Malkovich and we're all experiencing the same reality? Oh, now Derek's hit on a key point. Yes, it is like a John Malkovich okay. scenario. Are we actually John Malkovich mm. trapped well, with the CEO of the airline, which is a cat? That's right. You're your your award-winning actor, John Malkovich. However, you're really not allowed to appear in any films except for a few bizarre Japanese films. <laughs> but if we're stuck in in the uh, in the airplane bathroom for all eternity with a gassy cat, <laughs> yeah, who is well, your boss? Oh, it's forever. Oh, yeah, yes, and then we won't be in any movies at that point. I'd well, imagine. only a few Japanese films, art house films. Like the plan never lands. It's like Snowpiercer. Uh, it lands on the train. The time. <laughs> flying forever. Yes. Well, it does have to refuel, and but you are not allowed off the plane. You're not allowed to stay there. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm definitely leaning one way. I bet you are. <laughs> I bet you are. Okay, what are the benefits of being on the plane? Oh, fair question. Uh, well, you know, a lot of free travel to see the world. From the inside so, of wait, the there's plane. a window in this restroom? I <laughs> Are there a lot of other passengers, or is it mainly just the cat? It's is it full flight. Okay, yeah, so it's not, like, it's not like a private a full jet. full flight thing goes forever. <laughs> so, well, that doesn't go forever. It stops and refuels, and different passengers... Oh, different passengers do oh, so it does land. Okay. Yeah, so okay. the, the, the airplane's always down one bathroom, so, like, you have extra amount of people are always, like, just lining up, being like, oh, gotta go. How would I get married on the plane? That's a valid question. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean... You could squeeze her in there if she's small enough. You Surely know. you could. Surely you could squeeze her in. She's pretty small. Or she could, you know, take over the adjacent bathroom. Mm. And just live there. You know, so 
Sounds like you guys are winding up. Uh, I'll, I'm going to be closing the floor here. Uh, if going once, going twice. One more question. Oh, uh, just under the buzzer. I love it. Groomzilla. Don't all planes kind of go forever? I mean, they do land, but... Well, not all they really do is just land and take off. Well, until... <laughs> until maybe true. this is a little... It's true, yeah. Maybe it's, too philosophical. Uh, well, until your plane crashes, that is. Oh. Wait, so if the plane crashes, <laughs> I... You would perish. Oh. So we die. Just... Yeah, eventually uh, on, on October 31st, 2017... Halloween? On Halloween 2017, you, unfortunately, your, your plane goes down over the Indian Ocean. Do they ever find the plane? They don't. Not even, like, Japanese film crew doesn't find mm-hmm. my body floating up and film it? And... Uh, they do make a, a hit ABC show out of your story. Um, that sounds like That sounds like All right. That good. Well, all but right. with the Donald Trump thing, is, uh, do I, does he, for my individual reality with Donald Trump... Mm-hmm. Does he accept my depends adult diaper offer and I've become like a billionaire or something? Millionaire. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But you still have to work for him. But I'm not trapped in a plane. True. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, I'm going to close the floor for questions. Uh, uh, we are going to have a vote and you're going to explain to me in detail your reasoning and, and we shall award points accordingly. Uh, I will start ladies of choice. Thank start you. with Liz. Um, I have to stay with the cat. I picked the cat in the beginning. Liz, one for the cat. And why, did, and why Liz? Why Not why? Garfield. Not Garfield. Yeah, you mean the cat in the trapped in an elevator. Excuse in me, a airplane. bathroom, rest, the airplane restroom for all eternity mm-hmm. with the gassy cat, who is also your boss, who owns the airlines. Mm-hmm. And your plane crashes on October 31st, 2017. May I ask why you chose this? Um... I, ha- I find a strange comfort in airplanes. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, that, I can tell you that comfort will be shattered on a t- particular date. Well, and I also find the comfort in cats. Oh, sure. So there's, right. I mean, those two, those two things together, like if I have to die on October 31st, 2017, yeah. at least I know the time up to that point will be well spent sure. with the cat well, that I enjoy. Well, you, in the other scenario, mind you, you could have lived with Garfield in a relatively uneventful life. Yeah, but it's uneventful. You would have shit your pants off. Yeah, and I feel like you probably would have gotten sick from that. Probably. All right, Liz, one vote for the cat bathroom. Bold choice. (laughs) Derek, I'll ask you for your answer. I'm going with the whenever I meet my boss, I get diarrhea scenario. That is a fair choice. You work, uh, as we mentioned, uh, with Donald Trump, as we learned. You you sell him depends. You become relatively wealthy, not compared to him, of course, but you enjoy a reasonably uneventful life other than that. Constant shitting all over yourself and twenty-hour work days. I yes, uh, I feel like uh, I would get more freedom in that scenario than being sure. trapped in an airplane Fair restroom point. for all eternity. Fair point. One for at least the next two years. And uh, uh, Peter, if you could be the tie-breaking vote here, we'll take your vote. I think I'm going to go with the airplane scenario. <sighs> wow, two votes all for right. the parish. <laughs> Perishing. We have two dark guests here today. Is that the reason, uh, Peter? Well, uh, I'd be lying if I said that Halloween wasn't a very important date to me. Sure. Well. And I like the idea of me and Shirley being together all the time. What goes up must come down. (laughs) Fair enough. And, you know, I like cats. Yeah, yeah. Those are also very important to us. You didn't want to have Richard Branson's uh, assistant wipe your butt for you? That, that does sound nice. That does sound nice. But you would, of course, be wiping Richard Branson's butt. Yeah. So it kind of I'm not out. a huge Richard Branson fan. Kind of evens out. All right, well, I, we, we had uh, two votes for the cat scenario. And, uh, in fact, sorry to say this, Derek, but both of our guests are correct. <laughs> yes! <laughs> All right. All right. They, were, they well. sacrificed themselves for a better life. Assisting a poor... It was a fair game. Well played. Well played by everyone. I want to congratulate you all on a game well played. That is how, of course, how we play. Would you prefer? Would you prefer? You preferred. You preferred. You preferred this. You preferred that. You preferred. You preferred. Hey. Hey. Great song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Well, there's not much left to do on the show, except for here where we can see more of our wonderful guests here today. we're going to do... Right 
Plugs! Yep. Want to plug some shit? Sure. We don't have a plugs song, but you can make one up. That's okay. It was it. It was it. Ba-da-ba. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. No, not that Plug. one. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Could catch on. I don't know. I do, it doesn't sound catchy enough to me. Hey, Comedy Soundwave listeners, if you have a plugs uh, theme submission, please uh, send it to us on the Facebook or the Twitter or whatever. We've never had one submitted before, and we're ready to start. <laughs> open for uh, uh, suggestions. Open for business. Love it. All right, uh, Liz, where can people see you? Where are they going to find your shit? Uh, well, I put Walnut Productions. We put on shows various places in the mission. And the last oh. one we did was at the Mojo Theater. Oh, um, yeah. The next one we do may be there. It may not be. Um, but that, that has been a favorite of ours. And we're hoping to do one this summer at some point. And also, we are always looking for submissions for sketches. So if you have sketches that you want to send, you should send them to me. I'm Liz, and you can find me on the internet, on Facebook, and other places. Liz Baker. Liz on Baker. Facebook. Yep. Cool. And yeah, send send anything you have written my way, and I'll be happy to look it over and maybe put it in a show. All right. Sounds and what's good. the what's the name of your radio show? One more time. The radio show is called Channel Forty Five Radio Theater. Channel Forty Five Radio mm-hmm. Theater. Mm-hmm. Check it out. David, what do you want to plug? Oh, um, hey, David. Sorry. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, yeah, thanks, uh, Peter. Yeah, Our friend I... David came, just came by. This yeah, ran into this guy in Dave, a tuxedo outside. David oh, wow. Moy. Sorry, we forgot. Peter had to run off. He had to go uh, plan. He had uh, Dave do a stealth entrance. Right he here. had to go taste some catering, but uh, our friend David Moy can't just uh, popped in here. So if you want to plug some shit? Yeah, you can check out my uh, improv team, Kaiser Spartacus. Ooh. We got a show coming up. All right. When's that show? Uh, March 21st, 9th Street Independent Film Center at 8 o'clock. Awesome. You can find us at facebook.com slash Kaiser Spartacus. Uh, yeah, I would second that uh, plug. Oh, yeah. Partially because I'm in that team, Kaiser Spartacus, with David, <laughs> and we want to come out and see our show on the, on the 21st. Oh, right. And uh, I'd also plug uh, SF Bar Prov on the 12th, which is thurs- this Thursday at 50 Mason Social House, 7 o'clock. Five bucks, come see four great improv teams and one great stand-up comedian, Molly Sanchez, this week. And that's it for me, Derek. Uh, yeah, you can uh, check out um, uh, Craig's uh, Backseat Jam at Piano Fight. We're actually going to have one tonight. Uh, next Saturday, it's at the Piano Fight Theater at uh, 10.45 p.m. It's a free show. And then also on um, March 16th, you can see me as the bailiff and the people's Non-binding arbitration. Oh, it's at right. the Stageworks Theater at 10 p.m. Cool. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Mr. Derek Magnuson. Oh yeah, hit up my Twitter, Demoy8. Oh, I got right. one of those too. I think it's Blizz Caker. I have like, like 17 followers, so I and I think they're mostly robots. So right. I'll follow you, man. I'll follow follow Dave. Well, I'll follow David Moy on on the Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, yes. Thank to our guests Thank for coming. So Thank you. Had a great time. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Well, we'll close out another. Comedy Soundwave. 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 Comedy Soundwave.